Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're from Hamilton, Ontario. This week, we're joined by Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome, everybody. So, uh, I guess we're doing a little bit of uh, Disney housekeeping. We're getting caught up on some of the new things that are that are coming out, new beginnings, and some things that are ending. Hot gossip. Hot gossip. Hot gossip. Uh, <laughs> Uh, can you, uh, okay, maybe we'll do like the official housekeeping first, which, uh, Lauren would like us to add an addendum mm. to our previous episode where we talked about, uh, the difficulty of getting a, um, a reservation at T-Rex. Well, because we were talking, Ryan, you were talking about your trip, um, to Florida and that you went to T-Rex, but it's like difficult to get reservations there. Um, And so I had a friend who was listening, Ashley, thank you, Ashley. She um, told me about the Landry's card, which I know about, like I knew about it because I remember seeing like little placards on the tables at Yak and Yeti, but I think like not being local, you just don't really, and I'm already there. I'm already at the restaurant. So I didn't really, look into it but i think it is something that might be worthwhile looking into for some people yeah and and i would consider it in the future so this landry's card um it's a restaurant group landry's is a restaurant entertainment and gaming group they own a lot of things uh a lot of locations um but signing up for the Landry's card. It's becoming a Landry's select club member. Um, you get a, a, a few benefits and perks um, associated with it. So at Disney though, that it's uh, there are actually restaurants that are not run by Disney on Disney property. Yes. And Yak and Yeti is one of them. That is a Landry yep. location T-Rex. And then there's still the two uh, rainforest cafe, right? Yeah, are those Landry? Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so uh, let's talk about the one perk that uh, that Ashley had talked about, which is that as a Landry Club member, you get access to, um, I guess, a select set of reservations. We don't care how it works, but they get you in. Yeah, it's basically like, hey, they can get a reservation because if you go through Disney's website, it can be really difficult to get a reservation at Yak and Yeti for an appropriate time or or a reasonable time um, or T-Rex. I don't know what it's like at the Rainforest Cafes. But, <laughs> we're, but I guess we're less. But, you know, if everything was sort of booked up and like you wanted something or you have kids. Like, I feel like that's a fun place for kids, especially if you're not uh, like, I don't know. We went to the Niagara one. So feeling like Niagara was so close yeah. <laughs> that it doesn't, it feels like we have a rainforest cafe sort yeah. of available to us. But so, um, and I mean the, I don't want to say the crazy thing. Uh, the amazing thing about Landry's is it's, and they're not a sponsor. Yeah, not yet. A one-time non-refundable $25 membership fee. There's no annual fee. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought it was like every year. No, it's just a one-time $25 membership fee. And you receive a $25 welcome reward for joining the club within 24 hours. So you essentially get a $25 gift card to use 
at Yak and Yeti at or whatever at location T-Rex, you want. Like, so why not? Yeah, I think yeah, and I and then you can just like Ryan, imagine flashing your Landry card and just strolling <laughs> into T Rex. I don't know if there is a card. I, it could just well, like it's okay. all on. It might be on your phone though. Yeah. It, oh yeah, I guess so. But uh, I think you can also register. Not that you would want to at Disney, but I think you can register for a Landry card at the restaurant. Right. Too. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think I think that was a really good tip. Um, and like we all love Yak and Yeti. Yeah. And uh, well, and I mean, it's there's just so many options, right? So we're like, yeah. you know, some of the other companies, you know, Bubba Gump, um, you know. Like salt grass, like there's a lot of restaurants that you will see when you're in Orlando, outside Rusty Pelican. Yeah, um, you know that that you're going to, you know, maybe again if you're off property, the Landry card. There's lots of options offside, just outside Disney property as well. That's a really great uh, yeah. place to to go as well. So yeah, uh, yeah that was so, a great tip. And yet, I was just going to say the other tip I would have uh, just to kind of as an addendum to our our Disney Springs restaurant reservations is you can also use Opo Table for, oh, yeah. uh, you know, seven or eight different locations as well. So um, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but if, there, if you are having trouble with some locations uh, finding availability, you can always use the Open Table yeah. app as well. I'm pretty sure like there's a number of Disney Springs spots yes. like i think like morimoto's yes. and and homecoming are definitely on the there. boathouse yeah yeah has open table um, reservations i guess they're just trying to not force people to use disney's site that you yeah know, they and, can and have maybe some if, reservations yeah available. if you're local or just not disney that that disney part of it isn't really on your radar but um yeah i think those are both ex- worth exploring and the landry select club um their website looks kind of fun to peruse Yes. see what you can get out of it uh the thing that i love most that i'm reading in the faqs um about it is that so you you get your standard landry select club member card or membership for your 25 dollars, but there is something called the president's club in landry select mm. so the president's club is their way of rewarding the most loyal <laughs> landry select club members and in order to, uh, it, it, it gives you additional member benefits. Um, and how do you reach presidential status? Um, it's based on the amount spent and visits made in a rolling 12-month basis. And to qualify, you must spend $7,500 or more and have three or more visits in a 12-month period. <laughs> Imagine spending all of that in only like three or four visits. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, here's my big, here's my twenty five hundred dollar dinner three times had, like, a, a year. A family event or something. I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. well, we can. So all definitely goals. reach out to us if you have yeah. uh, hit that status before <laughs> yeah. the Landry so, card. We'd love to get your feedback. Yeah. So um, so yeah, that's our addendum. Thank you, Ashley, for for reaching yeah, out you. and uh, and giving us that that hot tip. And uh, and now let's talk hot goss. Okay. Um, and it's not really gossip no, at no. all. It's I just, just news. Wanted to say that it's just new things. Um, the big one, I guess, also comes out of our <laughs> our last episode. Uh, oh yeah. Ryan, you you talked about going to Trails End at Fort Wilderness, and lo and behold, like you know, 
within a, a week or two, we get news that Trails End at Fort Wilderness is closing in the spring. What? I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Can you imagine? Can you guys tell me that this? now? Live. <laughs> yeah. well, Heartbroken. This is, oh, man. I. Yeah, this is. I, I, anybody who has known me for years, I have loved Trails End uh, for. Many years, you know, we went this year as our New Year's dinner just to kind of ring in 2023 and, and kick it off right. I love the atmosphere. I love the the boat ride from Magic Kingdom to the cabins. It's, you know, it's right beside Hoopty Doo. Um, it, it is going to be really interesting to see what they plan on doing with this. But uh, I am sad to see it go. I that mean, was great. Yeah, I wonder, like... I, I mean, I don't think that the theming is really going to change that much, right? Because you're already, you already are in the confines of a theme, yeah. right? Like it's already Fort Wilderness. So I wonder, I wonder if it will be more of like a, like a soft reverb, right? Like, I... because did you, Ryan, did you say you read that it was going to be a quick service? Yeah. So it is. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is also live, I guess. Uh, yeah, the current Trails End will reopen later in 2023 as a marketplace concept with expanded quick oh. service options. All right. So I'm not going to swear on uh. air, but this, uh, you know, this, I mean, I, I'm, I'm gobsmacked. I'm lost for words. I guess it, I actually was hoping that they were going to theme it in a little bit more you know, like a, a like Woody's Sheriff Woody's kind right. of, or something along that line. So it was a little bit more unique, and yeah. even though you know, obviously it's quite unique, but a quick service. Well, now I, I will say maybe too much wouldn't change if it just became a quick service, but I don't know because it used to have a quick service window oh, beside yeah. beside the the restaurant and it was like a takeout for those who didn't want to eat in and then with the pandemic they now have uh they still have like a takeout option um and they've kind of made a bit of a queue on on the left hand side close to hoopty doo uh, which i thought was kind of interesting i, I don't, i'm not sure if i thought it really worked but i'm really surprised that they are changing from a sit down to a quick service i guess that means hoopty doo is staying I... as is and no yeah changes. so nothing's nothing's happening to hoopty do um but yeah trails end i think i mean so that's is that the only sit down like table sit service down. would yeah. be hoopty do now hoopty do yeah i wonder if it has to do with like staffing like then they just don't need servers in the Maybe. same way, right? They don't need them in the same way. It's it's either that. I mean, I don't I don't pretend to know how busy it was. Um, I know when they changed because it was buffet before. Yes, and now it's yes, it, was. it was being run as family service or family, family style. style. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I wonder if people were like, ah, that's not really what I'm looking for. I was looking for more of a buffet, and and they maybe wasn't as as popular who knows disney or, loves to or just... tinfoil hat time <laughs> all right you guys know how i love controversy yeah so what if this is the way of getting more people to going to hoop to do 
because it's a sit down experience. Right. right. And yeah. Less people debating between, yeah. well, it's less money if we go to family style Trails End. And Trails End was actually a very economical uh, restaurant on mm-hmm. the Disney property. So yeah. I am, I just wonder if maybe they were trying to funnel more guests to the Hoopty Doo. Yeah. Mm. That's a good. Which, which before pandemic did not need help. Right. Yeah. So I'm not sure if the numbers have changed, but I mean, it I mean, used to be very. recently reopened. Yeah. Um, I mean, they also remember we were like, think, remember Mickey's backyard barbecue? Yeah. That was here. Oh, yeah. And that, yep. I that's don't not, remember when that left, but that's not, it's here. been a number of years. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the only thing I can think is do they, they feel like they need a reason, they need more quick service options? That's because the there's how can, many. Because there's uh, the Chuck Wagon, uh, the Meadow Snack Bar. I mean, that looks like more just like a pool bar. Yeah, and P and J's Southern Takeout. So that's probably a window. Yeah. So this is, and maybe it's filling a need. Yeah. For, for more people to just drop like in, like a big sit down, and and people complain about. Or you place know, to sit down. The, yeah, the the ability to to just drop in. Well, it would it will be interesting. Yeah, yeah well, maybe. now people are going to claim that Trails End is leaving, so maybe they should think about this before they just rush to decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Disney did their due diligence. I'm sure there's a makes perfect sense to them on why they did this. But Trails End is a legend in my mind, yeah, and uh, will be missed. Not their dessert though. So right. No. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. talked about that. Maybe they're. Maybe they're pudding cups is why they... <laughs> That's what jid them in. You I, know what? Yeah. It was us complaining because, yeah. you know, a week later, yes. they were That's like, right. oh, the can't number, come back from that mistake. number 56 travel yeah. podcast in Brazil is right. uh, <laughs> has, has nailed us. Like, that's it. Well, Trails now, End is closing. Uh, I'm not sure if we want to continue talking about Trails End, but I will say that I know that we were going to talk about... Um, you know, some new details of the ride, uh, the formerly known as Splash Mountain. And remember, Ooh, yes. years ago, years ago, I can yes. say years ago, it's crazy. But years <laughs> ago, we talked about changing Splash Mountain to a Tiana ride. And a couple weeks after we aired, that happened. Now, I, I completely do not believe that we had anything <laughs> to do with this. I'm holding but, on to that, uh, but, that dream that it was us. But just, well... Uh, I'm sure we've I'm sure we've stirred up some thoughts and emotions uh, with Disney. I'm not sure if it's uh, had anything to do with uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, but anyways, uh, you know, segueing to uh, I guess there's some been some new details unveiled on that. Yeah, storyline, and um, it's kind of gotten mixed reviews online because I and we'll talk about that in in a second, but um, but the idea behind Tiana's Bayou Adventure, we kind of knew that this was coming where the plan was to to look at where Tiana's life has gone following her opening Tiana's uh, palace. Right? Yeah. So that it's supposed to be, it's not, it doesn't happen during no, the time right. of the movie. She's not a frog. She's not a frog. Um, but... But we're we're looking at what happens afterwards, um, and so the backstory, a uh, is that she has grown her business 
um, with Tiana's Foods, an employee-owned cooperative, which I think is That's very, very progressive for 1927. <laughs> yes, but also like uh, uh, it's, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it says that she's combining her talents with those of the local community uh, and transformed an aging salt mine into a beloved brand. So the the salt mine and the surrounding land are growing a variety of vegetables, herbs, and spices that she uses for her recipes. Um, she's obviously teaming up with um, Naveen Lewis, uh, her mom and um isn't it her mom's name Loretta? Eudora. Eudora. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so Tiana wants to give a big thanks to her family and friends and the entire community for all the support they've given her by throwing an amazing party during Mardi Gras. Uh when it turns out there's been a bit of a mix up with the party preparations. So Tiana invites us to meet her at Tiana's Foods to help with the missing ingredient for the party. I mean, I will say it doesn't sound like the most adventurous. <laughs> like, the, missing, um, the missing ingredient is love, isn't it? That's what we're going to find out. <laughs> I, I guess so. I like, this is the kind of thing of like, like whatever, they're just setting the stage. Yeah. So, so uh, this is in Disney's words, food for the party is being prepared and beignets are being loaded into crates for the celebration. All kinds of preparations are underway for the journey into the bayou with Tiana, along with new and familiar friends from the animated film. Picking up where the story left off, uh, Tiana continues bringing people together with Tiana's foods. Um, another treasured meeting place to spend time together and celebrate a diverse community. Uh, Tiana is also working with cooperative members to teach gardening and cooking to children of all ages uh, and inspiring other women to run successful businesses as the brand grows nationwide. I mean, I'm still excited. Like this, I just feel like this doesn't actually tell you what the ride will be like no. because I'm I'm no. it's sure like, that things may not go to plan what, by the end, right? When you well, have to the, go down the the mix up. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure what the mix up in the party preparations uh, yeah. has, has been. It makes me think about the Rapunzel short with the wedding. Oh yeah. Where Maximus, mm. Maximus yeah. loses the ring yeah. and him and Pascal go across the city and oil yeah, spilled everywhere. And it's explosions. super entertaining. Super entertaining. So I have no doubt that this is going to be something yeah. like that. Some ridiculous mishap happens and then, you know, you, you end up flying down the mountain. Yeah. And it's just going to uh, be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, and, and there will be a lot of animals. Yeah. Yeah. What's really interesting to me is how are you going to portray an employee-owned <laughs> co-op? Like, that's you have a very short time to do that. I bet yeah. they so won't. To know. Like, right? Like, I bet that's just part right. of the backstory. <laughs> oh, no, sure. Right? Yes. It's just hilarious that it's part of yes. the backstory. It or seems... Maybe it might the, be in the queue. In the queue. I bet the, like... Right. The queue will have all of that kind of stuff. Yes. A company in which... Um, I would say is currently negotiating a contract with their union on increasing prices. <laughs> that seems like a real uh, prices. Sorry, the the current wages. Yeah, that just seems like a really interesting uh, addition to that story. That I'm not terribly sure is is needed to fill in any gaps. <laughs> I I but feel I, like I do find it fascinating. Yeah, no, I feel like there are um, 
so I'm really excited for what the what the story could be. I do love that it represents a whole lot of uh, things that people can see themselves in. Uh, they see representation. Yeah. It does it does feel like it's trying to check more boxes off that list with things like an employee owned cooperative, <laughs> Co-op. as well Co-op. as like celebrating a diverse community um, and like empowering women as business business owners. Um, like we're, we've got a, a number of things here to, to be excited about. Um, but yeah, I, in terms of the actual ride, we don't get a whole lot of story in terms of what's actually going to happen. I think the big thing when people heard, um, that it was going to be not princess and the frog theme, but like Tiana themed, um, I think there were a lot of guests who or fans who were expecting, uh, of course that final drop is going to be, um, uh, with the, are you ready song? Oh and yeah. Like, um, Dr. Facilier, like, of course that's, that's the darkest part of the ride currently. So that's what they would do. Um, moving forward, it makes perfect sense to be hearing that song as you're going up uh, up but the I final think... hill. But it, it, in Disney Imagineering, they don't they don't have to. It's they're, not a retelling of the no, story. They're more creative, right? It's like... not. It's well, it's, and yeah. Wouldn't people complain though? Like this is the crazy thing, especially about Disney fans. Let's all be honest. Yeah. I mean, we're we're one of them, um, and you know we like to talk to, to Disney fans. But but truthfully, if if it was the exact same as the movie or based around it, people would be like, man, Disney isn't creative. Yeah. They're just using what they've already done yeah. and we've already seen that, right? Like yeah. people were upset that Epcot has too much Disney characters in their, right. you know, and then when they don't do it, they'll be like, well, man, I missed the genie singing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and, think it's interesting. And, um, Epcot's a good example with something like Frozen Ever After where it's not a retelling absolutely. of the story, nope. but kind of like it has a lot of the movie elements it's just for sure you know there a, is a slight a... tweak to it's not really a big storyline it's you're going you are going to go see elsa at her ice palace yeah and yeah. i love Great. it and i love they it yeah totally no, it's a lot of fun i don't need yeah so but i don't think you know when you're transforming maelstrom uh into frozen ever after it's not a super long ride so there's not a ton that you can do with it with something like um splash mountain that's a 12 minute ride. Yeah. Like you, you can't just retell the story of the princess and the frog for 12 minutes culminating in, um, you know, Dr. Facilier up that final, uh, final bit. So that song is early on in the film. It, it, yeah. Or uh, like, I... unless it's towards the end when he's mm. spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> going to see I'm his really friends. Excited. I'm really excited about the Easter eggs that yeah. will undoubtedly oh be on the ride. I will be shocked if the um, Liberty Bell or the uh, you know steam engine yeah. water wheel paddle boat um, will be in it. I'm sure it will be in some way. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Probably there'll be in a the rare, same spot. Rare rabbit, Maybe. right? I, I bet yeah. so. Hmm. I'm sure there'll be a Brer Rabbit homage somewhere, or so uh, that you know. That I think that's what can sometimes be really fun with with these makeovers is. Disney's great at taking usable space and completely reimagining it. And so, yeah, definitely that's a really cool thing that we're going to get to see in the next 
When, what is their deadline? I mean, it's been talking. We've been talking about it. 2024. 2024. Yeah. I don't think they've got a while. A... You know what I really want to see, though? Um, like, I'm just waiting for a refurb of P- Peter Pan. Like, it badly, <laughs> badly. Like, and they you re- wouldn't, they by the numbers, the, the numbers would tell you it doesn't matter. But, like, <laughs> like that thing is in bad shape. Like, Disney. Do you mean, like, refurbish and clean it up? Or you mean, like, uh, retheme it to no, a whole No, 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 no. I, wa- I want it still to be Peter Pan. But, like, okay. there's a broken piece of plywood river in that ride. Like, just snapped <laughs> right in half. There's, like, even some dusting. Or, like, there. it's just, um, it needs some love. Like, it just, it's never been shut down, right? When is that ride ever on the refurb? When they right. redid the queue. But was it closed? I think so. I don't know. I maybe, but that was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was. I thought maybe just the queue like cuz you used to just queue outside kind of, right? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I just mean it needs to be it needs to be redone. And in the same vein of like the indigenous representation in Peter Pan is not really the representation that people want yeah so you could probably no, just get rid of that it's true <laughs> yeah. it could be taken and, out completely and nobody would miss anything and yes. it would be more respectful in that way but anyway yeah. i just yeah. really think that ride really needs some love um because yeah. it's i am more not just like love from fans because the long line will tell you that it is greatly loved and i'm sure that's why they don't but like it it needs to be um, just freshly painted or, or something. <laughs> something has to be fixed. I but mean, maybe it's on the pipeline. Who maybe. knows? Yeah. I feel I like know. one one big task at a time. Yeah. And um, I mean, yeah, Magic Kingdom has had, I mean, you know, Tron is getting going. We got the, um, the Walt Disney World railway back, the railroad. Yeah. I can't. I, I'm really looking forward. I hope we ride that. It's, yeah. It's been so long since that has been oh. in operation. It is, like it's I, been a gosh, like five years since I last rode it. Yeah. it is, and we would always ride it. Yeah. Like I loved, yeah. when we weren't in a hurry, we would get on at one spot and then like just use it to travel around the park. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, oh, I, I hope that we get to ride it. I, which means I hope that Rosalie will let us ride it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that she is willing (laughs) i think she will be i think so so we've touched on tiana and we've touched on things that we wish could happen on peter pan (laughs) sorry yes that was unscheduled that was our own own internal goss but but what what is uh new around the parks let's say in oh i don't know epcot so uh, the because this I, I think this is one of the the coolest things in a long time that I have seen Disney do. Me too. Yeah. And I have to say, when this was announced, I was like, "Meh," but yeah. see, I, just, I should know. I should just trust Disney more. <laughs> I think when it was announced, it, it was just hard to understand what it could possibly be about. Um, and now we're getting a little bit more uh, of an idea um, about the journey of water inspired by moana but specifically the fact that tafiti 
is like majestic. Yeah, they've built. And they've they've oh, built yeah. Tafiti, not to be like enormous, but like pretty large. I mean, if you haven't if you haven't seen this, you have to just look it up online. Um, it looks beautiful. It looks just plucked right out of the movie yes. and made real. Like it. I don't know. It's it look. I can't wait to see it in in person. I think this will be a fun, like kind of way to um, take it easy. Yeah. I think, but but still have fun in Epcot. So, uh, the one thing that I don't know about Tafiti is is it is it alive? Oh, like, well, this is a great question. I wondered that too. I haven't seen anybody say that, and so I'm guessing it's not. Yeah, yeah. but it but does like, look like a topiary from it, Flower and Garden. That's yeah. that's for sure. And and they because their topiaries are meticulously kept, and they grow and they like um, they keep them trim and um, and do what they need to. This honestly looks like a, a giant majestic uh, topiary. Yeah. Um, but that's probably just a um, a testament to Walt Disney Imagineering. Um, and do is there any indication of when it's opening? They prob maybe they haven't said late twenty twenty three. So no yes, specific yes. date. Yeah, no, it's too far away. Yeah, it's. I, I will agree with you, Lauren. I definitely was skeptical. Yeah, I, I knew that. I mean, Moana is, you know, I would say Moana is kind of to my kids what Little Mermaid and Beauty mm. and the Beast was to mm. to me, uh, you know, just an iconic classic almost instantly. So really excited that they get to bring it to, you know, to Tapcot and, you know, changing around the worlds to, to nature and, um, you know, the different different neighborhoods they're going to have at Epcot is, you know, this will obviously fit in with that. Mm -hmm. But Tafiti not knowing what, what this was going to look like Tafiti is such a, a larger than life icon that I just had no idea what we were going to see. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it's a really great marketing by Disney, <laughs> which I should expect nothing less. I mean, it looks beautiful, yeah. but I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, man, you now know there's going to be a Disney pass photographer in front of Tafiti, oh, yeah. you know? And yeah, I mean, it really, I'm excited. This really excites me about the future of Epcot, which yeah. I will say in the amount of time I went to Epcot in the last few years, seeing all the walls up and yeah. the redirection of traffic other than, you know, the world showcase where things are somewhat untouched. It's, you know, it's nice to kind of think about what is Epcot going to look like when it's actually finished. Yeah. Yeah. It felt rather disjointed last time we were there. Yeah. With the amount of construction. Yeah. Just that, just that area. It felt, Oh, broken up, which is to be expected when you have major construction going on. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and they still do a good job of, of routing people all through that. Um, but no, this is exciting. And it's exciting to hear like, cause I know you'll, there will be opportunities to interact with the water, like by doing yeah. certain things or motions. And it's not just jumping fountains. Yeah. Like the water, <laughs> it's going to be like Trader Sam but through, you know what I mean? Things yeah. happening around you, around you. I, I still wonder if we're going to see Disney Magic Band Plus or you know, whatever mm. it's called now, the updated yeah. Magic Band, being an integral part of making the water and that, you know certain things interact. Yeah, I hope or not. your or your phone, for example. Like I'm just guessing. There's got to be that makes sense. 
there's got to be more to it than yeah, more than the dancing fountains. But I just feel as though there's got to be more interaction mm-hmm. that Disney's trying to oh, yeah. to get out of you. And yeah. I'm guessing that there's a phone or yeah. some type of. I, I shouldn't I say I, I hope it's not the Magic Band too. My only thing with that is like currently, I'm just like I'm not sold on that with yeah. what it can do. Like I don't care. I'm not watching my wrist when there's music playing at the nighttime spectaculars to see if it's lighting up right. to the music. Yeah. It's like, I get why people want it, but I'm just, I don't care. Yeah. I think what I would worry about with something like, um, the journey of water is that if you make something like so cool, but requires that upsell, um, especially for the younger crowds, it is it's really hard to watch like oh that kid got to do that thing but we can't but that's we can't like afford to do it that's like web slingers though in yeah Disneyland. and and like um harry potter harry potter, harry potter. Yeah. like the kids with wands going around and making stuff happen yeah is really hard to watch as i'm sure as a small child and thinking like, why don't I also have a wand to to go and do that? And he's like, well, maybe it's just not quite worth the extra money. Um, I and I hope Ryan that you're you're right in that, or or I hope your hope is right if yeah. that makes sense because I agree with you. I just I the way that things have kind of moved, uh, you know, and again, Universal, truthfully, the wand is magic. Yeah. It's absolutely magic. They do it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I suspect that if Disney does it, you know, the, if want you know, wants to do it the same way, like as well, I'm sure people will fork over, you know, 10 bucks or 15 bucks or, or whatever the cost may be. I don't know. Cause I don't quite understand. And maybe, uh, I know you guys, uh, um, are, are more, you know, definitely pay attention to some of the stuff more than I do, uh, regrettably, because I didn't know Trails End was turning into a quick service. So, um, so I go and I'll go and fetal your fetal position later on. But I guess my question is, I don't understand why you would buy Magic Bands now. So right. Disney has them all over the parks, and you can buy them. And I know they're they're like more advanced than the previous Magic Bands, but you don't need them. There's nothing about that function yeah. that I can't do with my phone now. Yeah. So. So my question is, is if you're still offering it as a paid option or a, or a tool, is there a reason why? Are you doing it because you're going to set up activities down right. the road where they interact with it? Yeah, maybe. And I'm, I'm like, I, I'm, I don't know. Okay is sort of a strong word. If it's like, if you can still have a good experience without it, but that just does maybe yeah. a few other things. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, still... honestly, it was like the, what is it? The My Magic Band Plus? Yeah. Yes. The Magic Band yes. Plus. Um, yes. That with the 50th statues, you'd go near right. them and they would, you would hear a sound. Like, I don't feel like that's enough of a, there weren't so many statues all over the place that everyone would be like, oh, well, why don't I have that? Like, I want to go around and do that. It was just like this nice little extra thing that you could do. Or during the fireworks, the fact that the, it lights up. And like the ears. The, like the ears yeah. did. Right. Like, yeah. that's a nice thing to to do. And for somebody who wants to um, to buy that and, and experience that, like, that's totally cool. But I don't think, and I really hope, um, that something like the interaction with 
um, journey of water wouldn't require you to to do that or maybe it's just like a couple things here here and there like maybe you see something glow i know that uh, you need that magic band if you are visiting the star cruiser right or the uh what is it the like if you go to the star wars um they that's part of the package yeah because that you use those to like interact with things um, when you go into Galaxy's Edge. Right. Um, that's also, I don't know if we talked, did we talk about that? How they were offering <laughs> no. some money off? But I read on, if you are interested, you have to read Disney tourist blogs right up on the discount being offered because it's pretty interesting. I think, oh, I can't remember, but he said basically it's like, you're saving maybe 6%? Yeah. Maybe. In the yeah. end, because you, it wasn't just a discount on yeah. your Star Cruiser journey. You it have was to book a, a, a resort re- stay, a regular stay. Of like five days, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and then you have to book a Star Cruiser yeah. <laughs> trip. And so it's like you're actually better off with some of the other. But, but he was also like, he theorizes that... Um, so there's a number of chunks like in August and certain times that they've just like deleted the people have had their trips canceled mm-hmm. and moved. And so there are chunks in the calendar that have no voyages. So they're wondering if it is going to change, if there's going to be a, just a day trip option mm. for people because they're not even a year in. And obviously, sales are not... They're not at capacity. No. And so I think a lot... This is what a lot of people predicted, which was you're offering a really... You're offering something niche, but the price is also niche. So to have that yeah. niche market with that access to that kind of money to do it, like... It's too much for people that don't really care that much about Star Wars, but it's going to be out of reach for a number of Star Wars fans. Well, and you're offering it at a Disney Cruise Line price <laughs> yeah. for two nights, and yeah. you're feeding people Disney or uh, Star Wars food, and you're letting them go to the park for the day. Like, it's the disconnect of what you're offering yeah. versus what you're paying. I just, I can't see... I just can't see it being worth it unless, you know, for that diehard Star Wars yeah. fan, yeah, like if, it makes a ton of sense. If you're ready to be fully immersed, you want to do a ton, like go all around the Star Cruiser, do all the activities, like be uh, integrally involved in the storyline, um, then, you know, it's it's worth it. But... I think if I had, if money was not an option or like not a, you know, not an object, I would, sure, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, But I also know one of the complaints for some people was that for that price, the room accommodations are like, I mean, obviously they're what you might expect on a starship or whatever, (laughs) (laughs) like, like small quarters or something. But I think for the price, people still want like something luxurious so it's such a fine balance so interesting so anyway that was something well just something else that's been out there 
One other thing to, to kind of keep in mind, because it's something uh, certainly that I, I do in my, my daily job as well, is um, currently Google has 230 reviews for the Star Wars Galactic oh, Star Cruiser. I can't Cruiser. believe I've never thought of looking that up. I know, it's bananas. And it gets a 4.2. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. A 4.2 is very serviceable. <laughs> and I would definitely stay in a Marriott that was 4.2. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend $2,000. <laughs> For two nights to take my family on a four point two hotel, like truthfully, that's it's not two. That's, that's five thousand. Well, sorry, yeah, but I mean, like we're talking like Great Wolf Lodge is four point two, four point three, four point four. Sorry, Great Wolf Lodge, we love you, but you know what I mean. Like this, this is not Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. So and doesn't and the Great Wolf Lodge also have uh, wands? It does. They do have wands. Yeah. In fact, they interact yeah. with the wall. They that do. You go and interact with stuff. And, yeah, absolutely. I never expected yes. them to have I know, wands. Right? It's, yes, it's, yes, it's fantastic. The kids loved it. Um, but yeah, totally different yeah. experience. But yeah, same Google review. Right, and and so and so yeah, I just think that I, I'm I was shocked. I know I messaged you guys. I was shocked right away when I saw that there was a, any type of discount or yeah. promotion on the Star Cruiser. This, I. Yeah, you know what? I honestly, I bet you in two to three years, the Star Cruiser no longer exists. Not Ooh, in the way it. That's does a now. bold hot take. I think that's my hot take. No, yeah. I because because you can't. It's not sustainable. But as unless it is, you make it as it is, yeah. But that's what I mean. I think correct. It's, yeah, correct. But I think what you could do is you could make it like a seven night experience. Again, the price has to reflect it. Yeah. But then you're you're building in like park days like i just i can't to me Mm. i can't understand i'm doing two days i get to go to hollywood studios well not you're just going to to galaxy's edge yeah galaxy's edge um right i'm not even doing tower of terror i mean i think you could but i don't you could i feel like then you're wasting your time and money right like you want the full you want the immersion yeah though what i yeah and i certainly don't i'm definitely not the target audience i think uh I yeah, I think it it the pendulum would swing either way. Either it's going to go longer, uh, like Ryan's saying, or uh, to to Lauren's point about a one day experience where it's not, um, it's not as story driven, but it's more about giving people an opportunity to just go, and like muck around on the bridge or go. And... It would probably be like um the one day like or three hour media um like tour that they gave yeah well and that's what i wonder i wonder if it's like a four until 10 like four in the morning or yeah. four in the afternoon oh, until four 10 in the morning, morning. Kind of so. <laughs> so intense uh, that's right that's right uh yeah i mean uh, yeah, i want to actually... go and see josh tomorrow do that um do you remember that the lightsaber, the, the lightsaber, the lightsaber? thing yeah yeah, yeah he has an i don't think he's ever looked so awkward. Uh, <laughs> I am natural. <laughs> I am triple stamping that it will not be here. Okay. What is it? February fourth, twenty twenty-five. <laughs> I give it. I don't even think two years. Twenty twenty-five from now. I do not think that the Star Wars Galaxy will be the start. Like it, it could be something. Yes. Someone circle the calendar. Sure. I know. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's right. I have. I'm not betting anything. Um, <laughs> so this is a very low risk bet for me. Yeah. But I really do feel as though. Disney has backed off. Like, if you think about the NBA experience. Oh, yeah. What? Now, now COVID, <laughs> COVID, definitely, COVID definitely expedited this. But they must have known 
pretty early on that it was not going to work. Yeah. And they just pivoted and said, yeah. we're moving. So I'm just guessing that Disney, though, they'll hang on longer for this because I think a lot of investment, a lot of theming, obviously, Star Wars land. But I just wonder, I mean, truthfully, you could turn it into another Star Wars ride. If it's that much farther away, right. you could, you could, right? It's not that far away from the Star Wars land itself. I'm just saying, like, you could expand the land yeah. and make yeah. it. I don't know. So I, who, I think again, I, they would have just been better to build a Star Wars theme hotel. Yeah, right? I totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. A deluxe Star Wars. Yeah. That has activities. Could picked, it could still have activities, they but it like doesn't picked have up Star Tours, plunked it down. <laughs> and that could have been a feature of the hotel. But they don't need the same like immersion in story t- storytelling. But the problem is they can't. We can't go back on it now. You can't have a 120 room hotel on Disney property. No, but I would love to just be privy to the conversations after the fact on like the team of like talking about how how it has gone. Well, they had so many roundtable videos leading up to it opening about how great it was going to be. Well, I mean, I think I think the people who have gone who have said like it is amazing. Yeah. Um, but like, well, 4.4.2 out of five. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing is you have to also really like, um, it's LARPing, right? Yeah. Like you have to kind of live action role playing. Yeah. But you're not like, you're not the main character. I'm so glad you spelled it out by the way, because I would have been here for a long time. Oh, (laughs) it's like, um, Dungeons and Dragons, but act it out. Yeah, no, and, some sometimes so, with foam swords. Uh, but there's all yeah. different kinds. But sometimes Is with just like political. The, the, I stage managed to like play the Renaissance, the Renaissance uh, fair or something. They, it could be, but I I stage managed to play for a friend who wrote a play. <laughs> no, no, no! You speak proudly about this. I know, but the kind of LARPing that they did was like Vampire Council in political intrigue. Yes. So it's. <laughs> That was a very specific LARPing. Yeah. Yeah. It's niche. They're and, all, all and different even, kinds of niche. I never knew what was going on. I was like, there's too oh. much of the LARPing going on in this because, like, there has to be something else to pull me. Like, it was so specific to him, and it was, like, the way he met his wife. And so so uh, very, very niche. But that, that's, like, one style. But I'm pretty sure that you can, like, travel all over the world and pay and do similar, like, live action role playing sort of scenarios. Um there is a New York <laughs> try really hard to not like the take New this Yorker. In any, like I believe people do travel all over the world and do like some pretty yeah pretty terrible live action role playing and <laughs> pay for it. Yes, yeah. I believe you're right. But that's okay. There the New Yorker did an article about the Star Cruiser and about like some of the commentary that like this LARPing community had like um what they were saying about it because they have different levels of experience mm. right on, on that. But it was, so it was interesting, but I think if you're in t- into that, I guess. I yeah. Don't... And I'm guessing, I'm guessing since, well, certainly I'm not obviously as I didn't know what LARPing was, <laughs> but I do think, you know, we talk about the whole niche environment and clearly it would be a niche pop, you know, population that wants to go, yeah. Because that's the other thing that Disney, I think, was banking on is that you would want to do it again. Yeah. Right. And some people do, but I don't think enough. Right. I don't think enough like, people could afford that. No. No. And this is where, like, unless you know, we, you're we could... in the Landry President's Club. 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> or, or you're going on multiple Disney cruises. But yeah. Yeah. I would love to talk to somebody who's done a two-day cruise or a two-night cruise and a two-night Star Cruiser experience and tell me what you liked about each and which is better. Like, mm. it's a, you know, you're living in a financial, you know, a pocketbook yeah. that I can't live in. But I would love, I'm sure people have done it. Um, and maybe some of our listeners have, but I'd love to hear about what, because to me, I can't understand why you wouldn't like the cruise, the two day cruise. I'm like, wow, that's a short time. Like, yeah. I'm not sure I could justify You're it. You're on and off. Yeah. But at the same time, that's what's happening with the Star Cruiser. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do wonder if Disney will change the, the amount, length of but stay. But you have downtime then... on a cruise, right? Like the yeah. itinerary. Like there's I not don't... even a pool at the Star Cruiser. I... Yeah, I don't Correct? Think... No. No pool. There's no pools in space. No, I know. Well, <laughs> but there is that one. They should have one that yeah. makes you feel like you're on. It's supposed to be like a, um, uh, I don't know, a holographic room where it's supposed to feel like you are on a planet again. What? It's for the people who are like, uh, stir crazy because they can't see the outside. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Do you remember the? And I forget which episode it was. It's one of the first three Star Wars. Not the first three, but like the next first three that was supposed to. Anyways, where they go in the trash compactor. Yes. And so Luke and Leia. I thought they'd have, they should the have original. a trash compactor. Well, I know, but that's what I said. Yeah. It's the first three, but not the first three. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. It's awkward three, three, four, five, thing. four, five, four, five, six. Yeah, this four, five, four. six. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But they're in the trash compactor. Yeah. And I thought that they should have that at the Star Cruiser, you know? It's, <laughs> you know maybe it's just foam. Yeah. I mean, it's not like real trash. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and you could have like a droids in there anyways we have clearly <laughs> diverted our topic from larping to yeah. yeah so apologies anybody who's made it this far again we appreciate your support yeah. thank you no absolutely um there is one final thing well actually two things number one uh just talking about tron opening up because yeah. there's a lot of um sort of buzz around that uh no surprise it, it will have a virtual queue it'll have an individual lightning lane um, the big thing here is this is the first Disney ride where you will be required to, oh, yeah. uh, put your loose items in a locker. Do you think you have to pay for this? No, locker? no, okay. they're complimentary with good. your magic band, magic band plus or ticket media. Okay. So you can easily lock and reopen your, your locker, um, just by tapping onto it. Um, or they'll assign you a Wait locker a if you don't have Yeah. How am I? have that if i don't have what uh it, so Having if you don't band? if you don't have a magic band like a um, card there there are ways that they will assign you uh, a locker see this is how it starts <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but there's no money involved at this point um which right. i think is a really good thing and you know one of the few things that currently separates them from from universal i remember our first trip to universal i was like what i can't bring my bag on this ride and yeah do you remember it, that like woman? A, the little yeah she had a tiny oh. little uh i don't know what they're called like it was sort of like a fanny pack or a side purse yeah. or something it was small and she was sitting on the roller coaster in the the i don't know what do they call them there but the, the attendant cat, the attendant um was like, ma'am, like you have, you can't bring that on. And she was like, no, it's fine. Please leave me alone. It was so, <laughs> there was so much so secondhand desperate. embarrassment yeah. to be around that. But uh, yeah, I'm really glad that if that is the, if that's the requirement that they make, it sounds like they'll make it very easy. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, this ride has been a long time coming. Yeah. Has this been longer than Star Cruiser? Uh, 
Oh wow! <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, Star Cruiser's been rumored for a very long time. I don't know. But they constructed but it don't... really quickly because I mean, it's not a yes, huge place. Uh, I but Tron, Tron I mean, was a Tron very was long pretty... construction. I bet that with yes. the Star Cruiser, they could do a lot of it offsite and then just yeah. bring it in. And I don't think that was probably the case with this. I mean, they mm. stopped I... construction for a long time. That's yeah, why. and we talked about like the railroad, the railroad which was stopped because of Tron construction, yeah. had stopped for years. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's I think feel like Tron has been forever, which is interesting because Tron was is already basically a transplant from is it Shanghai or Hong Kong? Shanghai. Shanghai. So yeah. they like it was already like they already knew what the plan was yeah. going to look like. So I wonder what I mean. Obviously, COVID uh, stopped a lot of things, but. I do wonder if there was other hiccups that internally we don't know about. Yeah. But Will was long and uh, looks great. I watched a, a POV video on it on YouTube this morning and, you know, looks exciting. Yeah, looks they're short, doing but cast, cast previews cast now. Previews. Yeah. I've yeah. also heard that there are two sizes of vehicles. Yeah. So, and that... So do you remember with Flight of Passage where a lot of people were worried that they wouldn't be able to ride because they Correct. would maybe yeah. be too big and so you could test. And so I, I did see something that said these are harder to fit into than Flight of Passage. Yeah. Um, and that. Oh, wow. And Flight of Passage can be kind of like, like can feel kind of constricting. And, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds like these might even be smaller but they huh. have a larger size but but i think what people are it's like the last two of the train is that there could be a very long lineup for those yeah larger seats oh sometimes i wonder okay. why not just well. make them a little bit more inclusive i don't know i'm not a ride engineer i don't know yeah but neither was bob gurren look at him <laughs> <laughs> he's still all all over the place <laughs> anyway uh I, I mean, I don't know. We were talking about this before. We will be there shortly after it opens. Yeah. But um, I would be I would be more driven if it was just Ryan and I going. We will have this two-year-old who just uh, runs our lives. So <laughs> we'll see. We probably will not pay the lightning lane. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, maybe we'll... Like, Fingers crossed it'd be nice for the virtual to get queue. On, yeah. But we got to get on to Guardians, too. So... Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a few anyway. things yeah um yeah uh there's one last piece of information and it's not disney related but it is us related uh and that is we are also getting a makeover Ooh. what what i never hear about stuff Surprises. this is unbelievable yeah Jeez. uh so we are also what is it retheming rebranding rebranding but, but like Disney calls it retheming. Yeah, it's true. So we're retheming. Um, uh, we just I think can... that we're we've like shifted. We're gonna change the name. Yes, of our and, podcast. Yeah, and we just think that like, unfortunately, like the way that life goes sometimes. Like I haven't always been able to join in. Lauren isn't always able to, and so we've kind of like moved. No, Lauren away hardly from... ever joins in. Let's be honest, over <laughs> bits. But Lauren. Lauren is not uh, a fully contributing member other than she does homework and stuff with kids. So yeah. I can do this. So, yes. so she is, uh, you know, she's helping from, from afar, but yeah, not, not hopping on air is, is something she's okay with. 
Yeah. Yeah. And but we're also okay any time that she wants to. She knows yes, she oh, can course. when she's around. But uh, oh, when so, we get into our March Madness episode, yeah. she'll she'll right. have to be there for that. Oh, so and she we will just, be. Don't you worry. We just feel like um, like the dual whips and double doubles was sort of because, you know, there was two sets of us and yeah. the Canadian yeah. and, but it's also maybe a mouthful. I don't know. So I don't. And I don't like think, an insider name yeah I like don't... you kind of have to know about dull whips and you kind of have to know about double doubles yeah. yes i did explain the podcast to one of the people i was talking to this week and i will say that it was a uh, yeah. they were a european and dull whips and double doubles right. was a meant very nothing. meant nothing <laughs> yeah. so so of course moving forward uh are we are we talking about the new name today yeah, it's kind of we? an old name oh yeah we, no. i don't know we do can. We? yeah we okay. can we can do whatever we want. We right? can announce it's it. our it's true. show. It's true. We are adults, yeah. actually. So yeah. uh, contrary. So <laughs> Dolores and Double Doubles um, will will be closing. We'll retire and reopening as the uh, Canadian Disney podcast. <laughs> so maybe more, more straight to the point or boring. But also, Ryan and I have had for years, which I mean, we haven't been as active as we would like, but. We had the Canadian Disney blog. Yeah, so we will be partnering the two. Yeah, we're and just we'll be seeing content them. on on both of them um, moving forward. So the Canadian Disney blog and the Canadian Disney podcast um, are, yeah, are moving we're just forward. Kind of bring them together, and then I think it'll just give us some more opportunities, like to have some written content. Yeah, um, we'll have a few other things. We're going to set up. You know, a newsletter, not uh, one that not a daily, very often. Oh not a gosh. daily, <laughs> not I, one that drops when uh, when all of a sudden uh, Disney releases some uh, no. you know, new thing. We're not going to have something in Disney's the works installed and a no. new water fountain. But you know, Ryan takes right. really good photos, and so I yes, like. I think it's a nice like opportunity to sort of like send some of those out there, yeah. or you know, some wallpapers, or uh, anyway, we have some just some things that. Uh, we're gonna do and explore with, with that. And I'm still holding out. Like, one day, there will be a Canadian Disney podcast cruise trip. That's my goal. Oh yes. Um, well, you know what? <laughs> if nothing else, we can probably get a small boat. And yeah. <laughs> fit. And you know what? We can go on the Maid of the Mist. You know what? That's oh, what we'll do. We'll do a, yeah. No, I, I know we have bigger aspirations than that. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm super appreciative of Ryan and Lauren and Hamilton to kind of be able to combine the two because I know the Disney Canadian Disney blog has been a labor of love for for you two for years. So yeah, um, yeah, really exciting that uh, we're you know going to be able to uh, join the, the podcast into the yeah. yeah and into the into the family. Yes, creating a partnership That's and a and really to... you know. Uh, I think solidifying us as we are Canadian. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking, you know, we're, we talk to everybody about everything. Um, but specifically, you know, when it comes to travel, um, we, we talk from a Canadian perspective. We're because, biased because we have, <laughs> we have a Canadian bias. It's a good thing and a bad thing. You <laughs> yeah. know, there are some things that are really nice for us and there are some things that are challenging for, for us. So yeah, we really want to feel, um, we just wanted to lean into that, I think, yeah. right? Um, so so in that light, for those who are listening to this as their last podcast with Dole's and Double Doubles, will they have to go search for us? This is actually me also asking yeah. as Ryan, uh, not no, just so as a listener. This, this podcast will it just 
uh, will transform into the Canadian Disney podcast. Okay. I believe that's all uh, that should happen. Like it'll, you'll just okay. see it rebranded. But I um, believe, like, you... so all our previous episodes, though, will still be. They like... should be accessible. I hope so. Yeah. I just mean, but won't they be under Dole Whips and Double Doubles? Like, I'm not sure if you can change that name. Uh, so, so when you are accessing it on something like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, um, it'll all be under the same link, right. the same show. It's just some awesome. of them will have the branding, the old branding yeah. of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. And then moving forward, you'll see the Canadian Disney Podcast branding. So spread the word. So spread the word. <laughs> I mean, yeah, give us absolutely. give us a week or two. Yeah. Um, and and like we like we said, this is the start of something. We're we're looking to add uh, some more things as we go. Yes. And uh, and those we will keep secret for now. But I think we can all agree that we would absolutely love to have people reach out and give us some topics. Uh, I know yeah. that we've had great success with, you know, Canadian airport travel and road trip travel. And I know that, you know, that those tend to be really uh, well listened episodes. So certainly if there's something that's piquing your interest or we haven't covered or we haven't covered in a while, you know, definitely drop us a line and let us know what you want to talk yeah. about. Or if there's a part of your trip that you're like, man, I don't know what to do here. You know, we'd love to add more of the listener questions. In the yeah. Podcast as yeah, well. absolutely. Yeah. We always like to hear from people. Um, we'd love to love it when you leave us reviews, uh, subscribe and any of it. Yeah. So wait until we change over and make sure you're <laughs> subscribed and then pass it on to all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to our nonsense today. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> all over the place. Uh, some, I'm sure some hilarious. people will have not made it this far and yeah. will be surprised yes. by what's happening uh, in the next <laughs> week or two. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. And well, if it's a place to leave it, it's yeah. a place to leave it. Um, I don't well, for the last time as Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Yeah. Uh, on behalf of myself, Ryan and Lauren and Ryan. For the Double Doubles, you've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles, soon to be the Canadian Disney podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.